Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little. I'm here today with the 178th episode of Weekly Poker Hand, and we have a fun one today. This is from a $10,000 buy-in, six-handed World Series of Poker event, and the action folds around to me in the hijack. I have Ace, Two of Hearts, which is a reasonable hand. I'm certainly playing this under almost all situations. You're going to find that Ace, Two, Three, Four, Five suited are pretty great hands, and that's just because... They have a blocker to your opponents having an ace themselves, which makes it less likely you're against a premium hand, and they can make the nut flush, and they randomly make straights. So uh, these are pretty solid hands to play. You can also three bet with them under most circumstances if you feel inclined. So um, you know, don't be afraid to play the ace x suited. They're they're pretty pretty nice hands to play aggressively. So I do open to sixteen hundred at three hundred six hundred with a seventy five ante from the hijack seat. And then the action folds around to Sam Stein in the big blind, who is a good, loose, aggressive player. I think he's probably a little bit too aggressive, but, you know, that's the case for a lot of very good players. Most of the the best players in the world do play a little bit too aggressive because in today's current game, and, you know, for the last probably, well, since poker started, most people fold a little bit too often. So just playing aggressively and pushing your opponents off of their equity is very often enough to do pretty well. So flop comes nine, seven, five, two spades. I have ace, two of hearts, so this is exactly not what I want. This is a great flop for the big blind calling range in general. You're going to assume that a lot of your opponents are going to three bet their absolute best hands and then call with their random big cards and middle cards and suited connectors and pairs. So my opponent should have the best hand here a lot. Um, One plus, I suppose, about this is that... He, I raised a little bit bigger pre-flop, right? I made it 1,600 as opposed to 1,200, like some people would do. And that should likely make it a little bit um, less likely that he has random hands like 8-6 offsuit. Whereas if I min-raise, he could have 8-6 offsuit, 9-7 offsuit, 9-5 offsuit. Because when you're facing a min-raise, you probably should be defending with anything anywhere near connected. But facing a 2.6 big blind raise, you should probably play a little bit tighter. Um, That said, Sam does like to splash around, so maybe that assessment goes out the window. So I'm definitely going to check behind on this flop, and I'm planning on giving up most of the time. Um, So it does go check, check on the flop as expected. And then I get one of the best turns in the deck. So try to think ahead about what that would be. Well, it is a nine. So now if you think about my opponent's range, when he bets into me for 2,400 into the 4,175 pot, uh, he just lost a decent number of his value combinations. Um, the only suited nines he could have, the board was uh, nine, seven, five with nine of spades and the seven of spades. So now he can, and, and the turns of nine of diamonds. So he can only have the nine X of hearts and the nine X of clubs. So if he's playing the offsuit hand or not playing the offsuit hands, that gets rid of a decent number of combinations of those hands. So that's irrelevant. And he would probably bet a seven or a five, but you know, maybe he would not bet a seven or five. Maybe he would just check because he doesn't think I'm going to call very often if he bets with a seven or something like that. Although I do think betting in this spot with those hands would be fine. Um, there are a lot of draws available. Notice Jack 10 is is there. I think that's a hand that a lot of people would check the flop and then certainly bet the turn. Most people call preflop a Jack 10 offsuit. 10 eight is there. That's another hand that a lot of people are going to play. So I actually do beat a lot at this point. And you're going to find that quite often ace high and you know sometimes king high to a lesser extent beats a lot of draws that would bluff. And against someone who is a little bit overly aggressive, I think you should be sticking around more often than you, you know, quote unquote should. And 
Um, if we're trying to be anywhere near balanced, I think I should just fold this ace high. But against someone like Sam, I think I need to call and at least consider calling on all safe rivers, as crazy as that sounds. So I do call the turn. Rivers the king of spades, which is not what I wanted to see. And Sam checks. So now I have to ask, should I bluff? So the flush came in. And if I'm trying to figure out what's going on here, I imagine Sam would probably bet the turn with a seven or a five and then check the river. And he may actually check fold those on the river. What if he had a king? Like, let's say he had king, queen that he just decided to bet on the turn. Well, he's definitely not folding that. If he has a nine, maybe he'll check to induce a bluff. He's never going to fold that. So this is a tough one because I, I don't really know if a lot of his range on the turn is tilted towards draws or if it's tilted towards a seven or a five. If it's tilted towards a seven or a five, I think I definitely need to bet. If it's tilted toward draws, I probably should check. It's interesting though, because if he does have a hand like Jack 10 or 10 eight, I would typically assume he would bluff with that hand because that hand has no showdown value and is basically the bottom of his range. Same thing for 10 eight. So if he's checking, I have to assume he has some showdown value. It's just tough to know if he has a little bit of showdown value, which I lose to, <laughs> but I can make fold if I bet, or a lot of showdown value, which I lose to and can never make fold if I bet. Um, I don't really know what the right play is here. Clearly, I have one of the worst hands in my range because if, imagine if I had a hand like Jack-10 on the flop, I would just bet. If I had 10-8, I would bet. So it's not like I have very many low-card draws when I get to the river in this manner. So ace-high is very near the bottom of my range. And given it's very near the bottom of my range, I should at least consider bluffing. But I don't know. It's a tough one. I do check, though, and I don't know if I love the check. I probably checked here just because I did not think Sam would fold a pair to me uh, because we've had a few little uh, confrontations. Nothing insane, but we've had a few interactions where you know we we tried it. One of us plays too, too aggressively, and the other one tends to not believe them. So it does go check, check, and I just win the hand. Um, presumably he just mocks and I, cause I don't, I don't show his hand here and I win the pot. So this is a bizarre hand where I think bluffing the river may be better than checking, even though I want it in this instance. And this is the hard thing about poker because I imagine betting or checking one of the plays is just going to be definitively better than the other, but you see, you get feedback like this, right? Where I checked back on the river, and I won. Therefore, that makes you think, okay, this worked out pretty well. Therefore, I should probably be checking in this spot. But imagine he turned up with a hand like Ace-8 that decided to bluff the turn, which I think would be perfectly reasonable. Uh, I would certainly feel way less happy about that, right? Because now I'm losing this hand that's obviously going to fold to a river bet. Or what if he showed up with Ace-5 or Ace-7? These are a lot of hands that may fold to a river bet, but would um would cer- would certainly check the river, right? So this is a tough one. I, I feel like I'm kind of uh, floundering here a bit because I really don't know what the right play is. But if I am to just purely look at my range, this is one of the worst hands, if not the worst hand I can have. Therefore, I probably should have just bluffed with it. It's kind of simple logic, but quite often, look at the worst, worst hands in your range and turn them into a bluff because otherwise you don't have very many bluffs. And you certainly don't want to be in the spot on the river against a good player having no bluffs. So that's going to be it for this hand. I'm kind of surprised I won it, but I did because I assumed whenever he checked, he had either a lot of showdown value or some showdown value, and it turns out he had none. So maybe my assessment of calling him on the river was just completely wrong. 
Or maybe it was perfect at this exact point in time. So either I'm great or terrible. I'm not really sure. You can all tell me in the comment section. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching this episode of Weekly Poker Hand. This has been Jonathan Little. Make sure you follow me on Twitter and I'll talk to you next time.